0: I am Vengeance. I am the Knight. I am Batman. You would not believe how many times I recorded that cold open until I thought it sounded at least half decent. I do not envy voice actors whatsoever. Anyway... How's it going, everyone? Thanks for coming back to my show, Unbuckled Comics. I am your host, Unbuckled Cape, and we have a special episode that is near and dear to my heart, where you're going to be talking about Batman: The Animated or Batman: The Adventure Continues, Season One. Uh, I, I I'm not going to get into it now because I, I spend quite a bit of time talking about it in the actual episode. I also am doing our Preview Worlds catalog and DC Connect review, so it is a jam pack episode today. Before we get there, as always, throw in my plugs. I am on Facebook and Instagram. You can head over there and follow me and hit me up, and I will get you into our uh, Unbuckled Comics Discord. Uh, we have a lot of fun over there. It's it's worth joining. You get to see what everyone's reading and check out the variant covers that people are buying. We talk comics. We talk movies and regular books and video games. And it's it's just a fun place to hang out, uh, fun place to, to distract yourself and lose some time in the day. And before we actually transition, I think it's been a while since I've given you guys an update. So, why don't, why don't I update you on uh, what's coming up? If you are following me on either of my social media pages, you've already seen this. But uh, just in case you're not, the second episode of the month of February, so the next episode you're going to be hearing is uh, Spider Man Vengeance of Venom. Then in March, we're going to be doing the Sword of Azrael and the Court of Owls slash Night of Owls, and I'm going to have a guest for that episode, and it is our 10th episode, not including our, our bonus episode. It's our 10th actual episode with the bonus episodes. I think it's, it's our 12th, but that's neither here nor there. I'm counting it as 10. It's my show. I do what I want. To start April off, we're going to have Batman 1, Bad Day, Riddler, and Two-Face, and then the end of April, we're going to have uh, Spirit of Vengeance, Rise of the Midnight Suns. I I grabbed that one out of the comic shop when uh, Midnight Suns came out. I haven't read it yet. I'm looking forward to reading it. Then in May, you're going to get Batman, Superman, World's Finest, issues one through six. Then Batman, Birth of the Demon at the end of May. And then I have a very exciting May unbuckled and unscripted bonus episode for you. Uh, I'm going to be talking about comic book characters that we want to see get video games, and what kind of video games, or, you know, even if they already have video games, what type would you rather, you know, is it a, uh, a side-scrolling beat-em-up like TMNT Shredder's Revenge, and you would rather see it in a different uh, style, maybe like open world or whatever. So I'm I'm pumped for that episode. I've actually had my notes for that one ready to go for quite a while now. And when we get a little bit closer to the time, I will be looking for uh, you, the audience, to give me as much input as you want because I would like that episode to be uh, pretty uh, audience comment centric, if that makes sense. I'd like a lot of comments for that one. I want to I want to see what you guys come up with as well. But so again, if you need you know you want to comment on that, you have a good idea for a video game, uh, you got to follow me on social media or get on that Discord. Uh, then in June we have Daredevil Yellow and the Joker Volume One, which was recommended to me by Mister McG. July we have. Uh, Batman 1 Bad Day, Penguin and Freeze, followed by Deadpool Classic Volume 1, and then I have August planned out, but I'm going to keep that one under wraps for a little bit longer, just just to make sure that everything lines up the way that I would like it to. Um, I'm, I'm hoping all for August to be a pretty big, big month for us. Uh, in August, we are going to be hitting episode 20, again, not including the bonus episodes. With bonus episodes, it's like 24, but Again, neither here nor there. So that's what we got coming down the line. And like I said, I had a lot to say about Batman The Adventure Continues Season 1. I did, however, have a little bit of a goof. Um, I'm trying to get used to Discord. Discord is typically where I get all my listener comments. I really botched it up. And I ended up only having one comment this week. So, uh, Super Dave, you're gonna get the uh, one and only comment for this week. And Super Dave said, "This is the Batman I grew up with on the TV," as in the Batman I was not allowed to watch. Super Dave, again, it's 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 on me for not having more comments than just that. But uh, for you being our only comment, you you bring up more questions than answers. What do you mean? It's a Batman you grew up with on the TV, but you were not allowed to watch. Were you not allowed to watch TV in general? Did your parents think that the Batman was too violent? I, I got nothing but questions there. So, um, you're gonna have to explain yourself in the Discord uh, at at another time. But anyway, I'm I'm done with this intro. Done with the plugs. Let's get on to our preview world and dc catalog reviews all right you want to know what's coming out i'm going to tell you what's coming out this is the february month of february orders most of these are going to come out in april unless they're like some kind of trade and i'll tell you otherwise and before we even get started let me tell you there's it felt like a lot coming out But when I look back over the list, there really wasn't a lot that piqued my interest. But that's all right, guys. I decided I wanted to do this every month for you. Not for me. This is for you. So let's get rolling. Let's do Image Comics first. They by far had the most coming out that um, I wrote down. And maybe it's because they were the first one I read. Or maybe it's because they had the most coming out that I thought would be relevant to anyone out there. So... Our first one is Deep Cuts. It is a uh, mini-series. It's going to be six issues. Each one are going to come out at $5.99. And again, this is U.S. dollars. Um, The cover of this was really, really cool. It's about a young musician in New Orleans in 1917. And he learns all the other stuff about uh, the music industry in New Orleans in that time, all the, like, all the bad stuff, like the drugs, the sex, the you know, the dark side of the music music industry back then. So I thought the cover was pretty cool, and I actually like the concept. So you know, something to definitely check out. And and the uh, the previews catalog all always has like a diamond of the month. This was a diamond of the month mark, so something that the previews company themselves recommends as well. Next from Image, we have Terror War. It's a series. Each issue is going to be three ninety nine. It's average people thrust into a sci fi horror survival series. The reason this one stands out is because uh, of the award winning writer and then a superstar artist. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Next we have World Tr Thirty Three. It's a series. This one's also going to be three ninety nine. It is also horror. Uh, has to do with internet the the description of it really confused me uh, so i wasn't going to write it down but then i looked at who the artists were it's award winning writer james Tayong. i think that's how you pronounce his last name tayong something like that um he actually comes up later later on we'll we'll get to some books by him an artist Fernando Blanco, Fernando, uh, who is also a, a pretty big artist. So that's that's a good pair um, if you're into horror comic books that have to do with the internet. Again, go read the description. Maybe you'll understand it better than what I did. Again, staying with Image Comics here for quite a few, we have Ginormous Kaiju. This is a uh, three-issue miniseries. It's $3.99. It has a Pacific Rim type vibe to it. Um, there is, you know, big kaiju and being fought by a big mech suit. Very, very Pacific Rim looking. Uh, but readers, beware. This is very M-rated. And I was really interested until I read the last part of the description where it says, you know, the the monster is... Um, it wants to fulfill its nature needs of eat and reproduce so it uh it's weird and if i'm if i'm not mistaken i think the writer and it wrote some deadpool so maybe you would be interested in it i was intrigued but finding out that it's One of the focuses is the monster trying to reproduce. Just, it throws me off a little bit. Next, we have another one that was a pretty interesting um, concept. It's called Junk Rabbit. It's going to be a series, also $3.99. self nine. Self-proclaimed. So this is basically word for word of the description in the catalog. Swamp Thing meets Robocop. A look at how climate disaster affects heroes. So, like, uh, the human race destroys the planet, global warming and stuff. You heard all that before, but this is how it changes the hero. And this uh, junk rabbit, the costume is is a person dressed like a rabbit covered in in junk. Like, the junk makes up the rabbit costume. So, kind of an interesting concept. Next we have Sweet Paprika, black, white, and pink. This is a one-shot, $5.99. Um, they're pretty racy comics, The Sweet Paprika. Uh, I, I guess if you know, you know. If that's something that you're interested in, you probably are already waiting for it. But, um, just in case you didn't know, that there is a one-shot coming out. Next is The Closet, Volume 1. This is a trade. It's, ni- it's uh, $14.99. It's a horror. It collects issues 1 through 3. And it is a traditional horror. Uh, I think A Family Moves and the young boy, like, thinks that there's a monster in the closet, and then when they move, like, he hopes the monster stays back, but it follows them, you know, traditional horror stuff. I felt like there was a ton of horror out this month for some reason. Next, we have Generation Gone, Volume 1. It's a trade, $17.99. This is actually going to come out in March, so next month. Year 2020 hackers accidentally get superpowers and the hackers are like poor and young and angry at like everything it's really interesting to me because it's taking place in 2020 which was you know three years ago and i'm kind of curious to see how much of 2020 ends up in the book so out of all these that's up there with ones that definitely caught my eye the most And then there's a lot of Radiant comics out, and trades, and things like that, which I know nothing about Radiant. Um, So that's all I had for Image. Oops, sorry. I had my hands in front of the mic there, trying to flip my page. Uh, Next, we're going to move right on to Boom Studios. And the first one we have is Expanse, the Dragon Tooth. It's going to be a 12-issue miniseries, $4.99. And I guess it's a continuation of the show called The Expanse. Uh, it takes place between two shows that were The Expanse. I never heard of it, and I really didn't take the time to look up the show, but I guess this is a filler in between like the show and then a spinoff or, or uh, a second, second show, I don't know. Uh, again, that's probably one of those ones that if you know, you know. Or maybe you didn't know that that show had a comic, and now you're a little more excited. Next is seasons have teeth. This is one of four and four ninety nine. And why is it one of four? Well, that's because we have four seasons. A retired photographer chases down seasonal monsters. So there's like these monsters that are created out of the seasons. And this photographer is trying to take pictures and he's dealing with a lot of like inner demons and things like that. Uh, Kind of neat. And the art style is pretty, pretty smooth on it too. So um if you are a fan of comics for like pure art this is one you need to go look at the the art styles in these are, are really neat uh next is one that kind of made me smile when i i read over it it's called great british bump off it is a four issue miniseries. it is $3.99 and it's a murder mystery set in the english competitive baking um this comic overall looks very fun. My wife used to watch that show every now and then, uh, uh, Mrs. Unbuckled. She used to watch that show every now and then. It was like the the Great English Baking Competition or something like that. And uh, they they take that real serious over there. So this comic is about someone in this baking competition. <clears throat> and then, you know, it's having a good time doing this baking competition, making relations, you know meeting new people and then all of a sudden that there's you know these murders and it turns into a murder mystery all the while this baking competition is going on so uh a fun change of pace in the comics and and uh I don't know it's I like the idea of it uh, am I probably gonna read it now I don't think I ever will there's just so much other stuff to read but uh, if you're bored and kind of tired of the traditional, you know, superhero or horror or this and that, uh, go check this out. It, it's a, it seems like a great change of pace. Uh, moving on to IDW. There's nothing. There was absolutely nothing in IDW. There were special covers for uh, TMNT, Last Ronin Lost Years. But outside of that, I'm I'm telling you, there's nothing, and I, and I don't get what's going on with IDW lately. They they have great IP, but it seems like the turtles are the only thing that they are able to push. Um, and you know it's just it's sad because I really like their turtle stuff. Um, I have some Godzilla set in here that I haven't gotten into yet, but that that's I, that's IDW, right? Yeah, IDW. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to read their stuff. I heard the IDW Godzilla stuff is really good. Uh, you know, they had the Power Rangers and there was a lot of Power Rangers out too. Just no new number ones. Um, a lot of focus on is it the white dragon? Um, the, the character who's a live action actor just passed away here recently. So there, there's a lot of Power Ranger stuff, but Again, just nothing fresh for me to pull out for you guys. Uh, we will move on to Marvel. And the first one that we have in Marvel is Alien. It's a series. It's $4.99. And yes, that Alien from, you know, the movie. Um, the, uh, uh, shall, Oh, boy. shall we, Shalvee. We? There's a variant that is very, very cool. It's the, um, like, the critter that comes out of um, the wall that's kind of like a hand and attaches and, like, lays the eggs in the stomach. You know, that really scary alien thing. Uh, There's a variant cover with that that is really, really cool. Uh, Next, Captain America Cold War Alpha number one. I don't know, because it, it it was Captain America Cold War... And then it had it where it would say mini series or series or one shot. It, it had alpha number one. So I don't know if it's a one shot or what, but it is $4.99, which makes me think that it's maybe a series. Um, in this, Bucky is bad, and Steve and Sam team up to rescue Steve's son. Uh, so if you are enjoying the Captain America dynamic with uh Sam Wilson also being Captain America, Steve Rogers is Captain America. Um, one is something. Is it the Sentinel of Truth, and then the Sentinel of Liberty? They 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 each have like a separate code name, but. There is that, and then there is Captain America Unforgiven. This is a number one, so a series. It is $4.99, and Cap is a Vampire Hunter. Captain America Vampire Hunter is basically what we're looking at. Hopefully, the series is better than Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Not that that's setting a very high bar. Moving on. Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. It's a new series for the Guardians, uh, a new start for them. It is $4.99 and it is very Wild Westy. Um and I like. I really, really like. I I really question starting to pull it, but I, I decided not to. And it's just that I'm I'm already pulling enough as it is and enough to read and blah 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 blah. So I ended up passing on it, but I'm gonna keep my eye out for a trade for this. Basically the premise is, is they are running from something and like they're, they're they kind of got to start all over, but they're having a lot of troubles within the team. It, it looks fun. The next was Guardians of the Galaxy Bane of Blastar. Again, it's another series. It is 399 and the description basically said a classic guardian's tale. Again, I really actually questioned pulling that one, but ultimately decided not to. Our next one is Rocket Raccoon. Marvel Tales, Volume 1, so, you know, a trade, it is $7.99, it collects one of four of Rocket's first solo, um, solo adventure. So, if you are a big fan of Rocket Raccoon, which there are a lot of them out there, now you uh, can go get the trade that collects his first solo adventure. Then we have just to throw a little bit of uh, variety in here, Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewoks. This is a new series. It is $4.99, and it's just a story about the little Ewoks. They, they're sitting around a campfire telling stories. And cute little devils. And then the last one that I pulled for Marvel for you is Warlock Redirt. It is a miniseries. It is one of five. It is $3.99. And uh, if you're getting ready for the next Guardians of the Galaxy, which Marvel clearly is with all the Guardians books that are coming out, here is a Warlock tale for you to sink your teeth into so you get a little more knowledge on him before the movie comes out. So our uh, final final place here in the previews catalog is going to be Dynamite. And from there I highlighted... There is, uh, it, it's called Scar Disney Villains, number one. Again, I really wasn't sure if this is a series or a one-shot, like if there's going to be a bunch of Disney villains like the uh, Best Of that the IDW has been pushing out. But So this is a uh, Lion King prequel of sorts that focuses on Scar. If you're a big Disney fan, which I'm sure there's a ton of you out there, there is Disney Villain Comics coming out. Next, and this is the only one that I am pulling from the previews comics, is 007 for King and Country. It is a series, and 3 dollars is what it's going to run you. Bond is accused of murder, and he has all of the 00s in the MI6 program chasing after him. I am a big James Bond fan. I have the uh, last run of James Bond, the, the 007 runs. I am going to be working them into the show here relatively soon because I'm dying to read through those. I read the first couple issues and they're good, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, if you are flipping through the Dynamite section, you're going to see a lot of Bond trades and hardcover. So if you want to forego getting all these single issues and you want something that looks a little nicer on the bookshelf, there is trades and hardcovers to satisfy your James Bond wants. James Bonds, James James Bond wants. Boy, that way more difficult than it had to be. Uh, that's it for all the uh, preview comics. But just a reminder: what I'm telling you isn't all that they have. They have like apparel, collectibles, uh, diamond toys uh, like there, I think there's like trading cards in there. There's a ton of stuff in there, you know, decor for rooms. So, and even comics, like I leave out, I think image had a bunch of number ones that I just left out because they didn't pop, jump out to me. And I didn't want to spend the whole time talking about image comics either. So don't take my word for whatever I'm, I'm reading off here. Make sure you, if you didn't hear something that you want from me, make sure you go over there and look. So let's move over to DC before we get into our uh, Batman: The Adventure Continues talk. Over at DC, remember they are uh, switching over to the Dawn of DC, their next like uh, over overarching story arc. So we have Green Arrow number one. It is three ninety nine. This is where you want to jump into the new uh, Green Arrow series. Then we have Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow. This is a series, and it's the same deal. This is Superboy. This is not the son of Superman. So this is, you know, leather jacket-wearing Superboy. Um, but same deal. It, it's his, his jumping-on point for the uh, Donna DC. Next we have DC Speechless. It is a one-shot, and I actually have it labeled that I am pulling it. And if you give me one second, I will actually see if I remembered to send that pull over. I did. All right, so I am getting that pulled. Uh, It's a one-shot, and I kind of forgot it was in here. But yeah, I I actually really wanted this one. It's going to cost you $5.99. I don't know if I said Superboy and Green Arrow are both $3.99 in case I didn't say. But DC Speechless it is a funny look at DC characters lives away from like their typical story. So like the one story in it is how did Harley Quinn come up with that giant mallet that she uses and like what does cyborg do on a day off and like things like that. So uh, kind of like what we talked about with that uh, great British bump off where it's, it's just a good change of pace. It's not a comic that takes itself too seriously. So I am i'm I'm looking forward to getting that one and reading that one next i uh put down sandman universe nightmare country the glass house yes that is a full title it is a mini series it's going to be six issues and $3.99 each one and i know absolutely nothing about the sandman universe i just know he's a really popular character And to finish up DC is Dark Crisis Trades. So if you're like me and you skip the Dark Crisis everything, you don't have the single issues, you just want all the trades, they are all going to be out, but they are not coming out till June. And the reason they're probably doing that is they expect a large quantity of orders. So get your orders in and then, you know, you'll get it in June, but the, the time to order those is now. So there you guys go. I... Again, a reminder, I am pulling two. It is 007 for King and Country, a new series. And then I am pulling the one-shot DC Speechless. Um, same thing with the the DC Connect. That's actually all online. You can go online to DC Connect, check out their issue for this month. They, they also have other comics that I didn't mention, some trades that I didn't mention, and then you know, toys or whatever else is on there. Uh, you know decor for a room all that good stuff so that is all i got for you for the preview catalogs and dc connect catalog review uh i feel like the last two that we did have been a little lackluster but you know them's the breaks i guess but i'll tell you what is not lackluster batman the adventure continues and i was so excited to work this one into um into our show so i could talk about basically it's btaz so i could talk about BTAS. and instead of me sitting here talking about talking about BTAS, why don't i hit our transition button and play a little ditty for you and we'll get into that conversation okay so before we get started talking about the actual Batman the Adventure Continue series. I just wanted to to take a couple minutes and talk about the importance of it to me. Um, This is the actual series that got me into collecting the single issues. I used to only buy trades, and then when I heard that this was coming out, um, I decided I wanted each individual one to have each individual cover art. Uh, So this this is a pretty big comic for me, which... Also means that I've only been uh, collecting comics for, what, three years maybe? I think that's two years. Might only be two years. Uh, single issues. Again, I, I have a pretty large uh, selection of trades. Um, there's, I, and, you know, it was really the uh, the number one cover issue. It, I mean, it's so epic with Batman standing over top of the uh, the buildings kind of like he does in the uh the theme for batman the animated series and you know with uh all the villains kind of mirrored in the buildings it's it's really cool and then so it just signifies hey this is the return of uh b-taz and b-taz is kind of how i started uh becoming a nerd you know I, i can remember being little and liking watching the batman uh I think uh, WB had Superman, Batman, where you would get uh, one episode of Superman, then an episode of Batman, and uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> it's just, uh, I was I was really excited to get my hands on these, and I knew that these were going to be uh, some of the first issues I did, and I actually wanted to do it in January, but then I kind of held up for a little bit because of the... Um, A Very Unfortunate Passing of Kevin Conroy, and I've, you know, there's a lot of celebrities throughout your life that you have pass away that you know, and you, you know, you, you like their work or athlete, you you know, their favorite athlete, whatever. This is the first time I had one that like really kind of set me back and I was like, wow. And it like, you know, for a couple of days, I woke up and I'm like, wow, this really sucks. Like, When I read comics, I hear Kevin Conroy. I don't hear um, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton. I don't hear Robert Pattinson, uh, Ben Affleck, none of them. I hear Kevin Conroy, and I am sure that that is true for 80% of the people out there reading Batman comics. And, you know, we're a few months removed now from his passing, and... You know, my thoughts and prayers are still with his uh friends and loved ones. Uh I'm I'm really actually very sure that he was a great guy and will be sorely missed from the nerd community, but but, you know, indescribably missed from from his his loved ones. So um I just, you know, I, I do not own a, uh, a PlayStation or Xbox in current gen, but I can guarantee I'm buying uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League when that comes out just because that is the last work that he was involved with. And, and you know, Kevin Connery is kind of the reason I got started collecting Funko Pops. I was going to Comic-Con and they weren't done announcing all of the um, the guests that were going to be there, you know, for signings and photos and stuff. And one of the first pops I bought was a Batman the Animated Series pop. And I bought it, you know, hoping that I could get him to sign it some, someday. Um, you know, didn't happen, but that's okay. Uh, still really glad I have it. Just because of how, um, how huge Batman the Animated Series is to me. Not was, it is to me. And in my mind, you know, Batman's a little darker than that, but... It, the animated series portrays Batman so well and it gives his more human side, which sometimes we don't get in other, other media. Um, yes, I am biased and I am unashamed about how biased I am of this. So, um, we're just going to rip through the creators real quick. Not going to spend a lot of time on them. We have Alan Burnett, Paul Dinney, which he worked on the, the cartoon, uh, Ty Templeton, Monica Kubina, I believe, Kubina, so that, that's your creative team. The art style, um, is just like Batman The Adventure Continues, not Batman The Animated Series, but Batman The Adventure Continues, uh, which is slightly disappointing, I mean, I really like it because it does still have that very nostalgic feel, uh, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, but I, I so would have preferred that it would have been Batman the Animated Series over uh, the Batman Adventures. Uh, I think that the Joker, art style for the Joker is worse. It is the worst way to draw Catwoman. She is horrible. I don't like Scarecrow. And I like the Batman better with his you know blue cape and cow and the yellow logo. So... But that's just me. Uh, there's eight issues in this series. And it was 3 uh, three ninety nine per issue when it came out. So with it being eight issues, let's uh, get rolling right onto that number one. And like I have already said, the, the instantly iconic cover with Batman standing on the buildings and then like mirrored in the buildings is um, images of his Rose Gallery. It, it is... It's so cool, the moon shining behind him. You can't see Batman's face, he's uh, shadowed out. It's the perfect cover to bring back uh, Batman The Adventure Continues. Uh, The plot, it's very episode-like. It feels just like Batman The Adventure Continues. Batman is, uh, has to stop Lex Luthor from stealing Brainiac's head. And then, you know, he, uh, figures out, like, you know, it's kind of like a where's Superman at type deal. This is Lex's bad guy. Well, Batman deduces that, uh, Lex Luthor is using Superman as a giant battery in his robot. And it ends with a mysterious figure arriving in Gotham. Um,. It really doesn't bring anything new to the table as far as, like, if we're talking about the cartoon. It it really does just feel like another episode of the cartoon. And nostalgia 1,000% is carrying it through uh, the first issue. I do wish that the first issue would have felt... I mean, Superman just kind of felt thrown in it. Lex Luthor kind of felt thrown in it. It just... It almost felt like a cash grab, you know what I mean? But don't worry, because it definitely gets better. Um, cover two, it's cool. Uh, I I tend to gravitate more towards the simple covers. I mean, this one we have Batman Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, Deathstroke, and... Um, I do not remember the name of the girl, but it was uh, an episode of Batman the Adventure... Annie, that was her name, Annie. She's a a piece of Clayface, so she's on the cover as well. Um, I like Deathstroke in it. He looks rad. There's also crosshairs, and I think the crosshairs were oddly placed. Um, they, They seem to be pointing out an area of Deathstroke that... I, I don't need to point it out, but maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe I'm the oddball that thinks of it that way. I don't know. But overall I do like the cover. Like I said, it's just just slightly busy for my taste. That's all. No big deal. Uh the plot in this one, uh like I said, after reading uh, through the plot in number two, number one definitely just feels like it's all nostalgia fuel uh issue number 2 has a plot involving uh deathstroke clayface is being manipulated by deathstroke there's again that mystery stalker that we did have at the end of um at the end of issue 1 I- if you know anything outside of batman you pretty much already know who our mystery guy is but you know I'll I'll hold off saying it uh Deathstroke is obviously trying to manipulate Tim and uh, Barbara. And the whole thing has an extremely like Judas Contract feel. Um, if you don't know, Judas Contract is a uh, New Teen Titans story arc where Deathstroke has Terra infiltrate the Titans. She becomes a member and then he's using her to spy on all of them. That's what it feels like, and it feels like this was used as, um, like, we're going to tell Judas' contract, but in our own way. Uh, They don't. It's not that way, but that's how it feels anyway. That's how issue number two feels. But I I really did like this issue. Um, Deathstroke is not the typical Deathstroke that you would expect. Again, because it's Batman the Animated Series, they termed... he's, He's more... Uh, toned down he's not not so much death stroke he's just you know just a character um, more of a, a slade from uh, Teen Titans the the cartoon not not teen Titans go but uh, the good cartoon uh, I'm saying a lot I'm gonna start focusing on that I'm sorry I try, I really try hard not to do that kind of stuff. So issue number three I like the cover better. Then issue number two, just because it's simpler. And I like the realistic tones in the coloring. They're a little bit brighter. The the background's darker, which makes it pop a lot more. We have Batman, Robin, Batgirl, and again, Deathstroke. The plot for this one, after um, Robin and and Deathstroke escape from a uh, villain that kind of had them pinned down in episode number two, we learn that Deathstroke has been manipulating that uh, villain from episode number two and has a stand-in instead of it actually being him. And then he, of course, lures Batman into a trap. The stalker alerts Barbara to the trap, confirming that he knows who everyone is. And now you should know. You should definitely know who it is. But if not, I still won't say it. It's okay. Um, Deathstroke. You know, basically just reveals his plans to Batman, saying that he wants to manipulate Robin and Batgirl to be part of his team. Again, super Judas contracty feeling. But of course, he has stopped by Robin and Batgirl. Um, so far through the three episodes, the, the biggest plus to this series is the fact that I can hear their voices. Uh, a recommendation for you: It helps watching the cartoon previous to reading these. But if you never watch the cartoons, you're you're fine. If you have HBO Max, I do recommend going and watching the Batman Adventures just so you can hear voices. And that way, when you're reading it, you can pin those voices to those characters. I think it does make the experience way better, uh, a little more fleshed out. Maybe maybe that's not the word, but. That's the word I'm gonna go with. Uh next, cover four. Um cover cover four is kind of a head scratcher for me. Catwoman's on the front, but ah, uh, she's not in the book. So I don't I I don't know why they did that. Sometimes they do that, but uh we have this this figure in the back, and it, it's it's Azrael. Um Again, he's he's uh, more known from the uh, Nightfall story arc. They they do kind of explain him a little bit in this, but I I think they kind of leave it up for you to already know. The cover would be cool, all except for Catwoman. Again, I'm not sure why Catwoman's in it. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, she is in it. Yeah, she's in it, but briefly. And and like I said earlier. It is the worst drawn Catwoman. I cannot stand how she looks. I just, I don't like it. I do not like it. I like the Catwoman from Batman the Animated Series. That's how you draw Catwoman. Regardless, um, Asriel looks awesome in the cover on the background, by the way. He has a flaming sword. His suit's really cool. So, uh, this comic, there I said, it oh, again, I... I'm sorry, guys. This is my uh, second recording tonight. Within like the last couple of minutes, maybe maybe I'm getting a little fatigued. First time I've actually done this much recording in one sitting. It's the holidays, so just just bear with me. I'm I'm actually recording this uh, end of December. So the plot in this one, it it works as a standalone episode. Episode issue. I keep referring to it as episode because of the cartoon. It, it would work as a standalone episode of the cartoon. Batman and Azrael end up hunting down an artifact that was stolen and fenced by Catwoman. The final bad guy is absolutely one of my favorite bad guys. will leave it up to you to find out who. The comic has some uh, bad character designs. Again, talking about Catwoman and you know maybe a couple others in there. Mm-hmm. Comics, you know, allow for harder, harder characters. Uh, so this comic, even though it's Batman: The Avenger, Continues, there's some stuff in here that you wouldn't have seen in the uh, cartoon on the TV show. So just know that it's not not exactly the same. There is some some light swearing and things like that. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a good. And I I don't want to I don't want to throw too much out there because then you won't have any reason to read it. So we're just gonna leave number four at that and keep trucking along. We're halfway through. Number five. The cover is good. It gives away our stalker. So, I'm not not quite... I I guess they expect you to know who he is at that point, but I do kind of wish they wouldn't have threw him on the cover because now I'm like, oh, he's right there. I do like uh, Joker. So, the cover is like the city skyline. There's Nightwing, Batgirl, and Robin swinging by in the background. Then we have the Red Hood, our stalker, standing kind of back-to-back with Batman. And I, I do like how they have they're getting ready to throw uh, batarangs with cable attached to it, but their cable is coming from the same spool, kind of hinting that there's a connection between the two of them. And then Joker is standing in front of them holding uh laughing fish, which is one of my favorite Batman animated series episodes. The the laughing fish. So I really really like that cover. All the other than it gives away our, our stalker. So. In this one, as I'm sure you figured out, we get uh, Red Hood's origin stories and Tim. Okay, so in Batman, the adventure continues. The way Batman picks up Tim Drake is actually how he picks up Jason Todd. Tim Drake steals the Batmobile wheels. Well, they had to rewrite it because in The Adventure Continues, his story arc is way too dark to have in a cartoon. So they kind of mash those two characters together and now they're they're separating them again so if you followed me on that there's a lot of references in here to other you know outside stuff and basically this whole comic is uh jason todd's origin story there's reference to uh return of the joker which is the batman beyond movie and they show what kind of happens to Tim Drake at the end. There, there's some slight references to that. It definitely, definitely has Under the Red Hood elements. Again, that is a, a comic and then also a, a very good movie. If you'd just rather skip the comic and watch the movie, that's on HBO Max as well. And of course, we had uh, Red Hood, you know, goes after Joker which if you know anything about his story arc you're not surprised. Overall this comic is is very good. This this issues really good. And I like the origin that they give Jason Todd. It's not the exact one from you know the quote unquote canon Batman issues but it's it's good. It's good. Issue number 6. The cover is probably, hmm, is it my favorite? I don't know if it beats number one, but it is real close. It is what I'm assuming is supposed to be Jason Todd's Robin. He has a red mask instead of the black, and then he's holding red batarangs, and his boots are red, and I, I love that Robin costume. And then Batman is kind of jumping down onto the rooftop behind him, and it's the blue cape and cow and the yellow logo. It's my favorite way to draw Batman. This this cover is choice. <clears throat> like, I, ooh, excuse me. like I said, I'm talking a lot. Let me grab a swig here. Thank you. Uh so where was I? Ooh, issue six. Batman visits Leslie Tompkins again she was a character from the cartoons and it it kind of just felt like a way to give her a cameo but you know that's fine it's 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 fun seeing all these characters that you watched in the cartoon you know end up in the comic alfred continues the jason todd story and we get a uh, a, a sid the squid cameo again another um another one of my favorites from Batman the Animated Series is the man who killed Batman and it's this goofy criminal that kind of accidentally trips into Batman and pushes him off a roof and then everyone thinks he's dead and he's he's just this really goofy clumsy criminal that they they dub Sid the Squid. I was really happy to see him in it even if it was only on one page. So the Red Hood story we get the end of it in this one and it ends up following actually pretty close to death in the family story as close as it can be because again they're trying to walk that line between the quote-unquote canon batman and the uh adventure continues batman oh excuse me we do get to see joker with a crowbar and an explosion you know how that all plays out will leave up to you it, it is different than death in the family, but... So all the, all the main pieces are there, at least. You know what I'm saying? This time, though, before the explosion, Jason uh, tries to force Batman into a choice to kill the Joker or, um, you know, or save him and... and batman of course ends up saving the joker and trying to save jason at the same time and then it it all goes awry and then of course you know what i was super interested in is will red red horde no red hood stay true to the character that we know from like the main line of comics and and it does you know he wants he wants Joker to die. He uses his guns. He's pretty violent and brutal. He's cocky. He's a jerk. You don't like him, but you kind of rooting for him. He's a little bit of that underdog. Again, number six is good, and, and it does a very good job building up to what ends up being the, uh, the big finale in issue number seven. The issue number seven uh, cover art, it's middle of the road for these eight issues. It's good, not great. There's flames, Batman standing there, and kind of like a, a fade-in slash fade-out picture of uh, Red Hood. But it's okay. It's not my favorite. It's actually probably more towards the bottom. But the good news is we get a uh, very good end to this story. Again, they play their own version of... Under the Red Hood slash Death in the Family, uh, Jason of course kidnaps Joker the, the way it should be. He also kidnaps Tim Drake and tries to force again Batman into killing Joker, while also threatening Robin like if you know if you don't kill Joker, Robin's going to die type stuff. Batman uses. Red Hood's mental stability against him, which is, again, the way it should be, and it's a comic book with Joker in it. Joker has tricks up his sleeves, and it ends with a major, major cliffhanger, but as a whole... I mean it's like it's like the perfect version of Death in the Family and Under the Red Hood in Batman Adventure continues form. If if they ever go back and make you know start start redoing Batman adventures on TV, this needs to be an episode. This absolutely this whole thing needs to be a couple of episodes. Make it a three-parter. I'm in. I'm sold. I want more. That's all I'm going to say about uh issue number 7. I I want you to read it. I want you to I don't want to you know, I don't want to tell you everything. You need to have some fun on your own. Number 8, the cover is super festive. It's Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy unwrapping presents that they gave to each other and Batman is part of the Christmas tree. This actually turned out to be maybe I don't know if it's. I want to say it might be my favorite story. The ventriloquist is reformed. If you watch Batman, the cartoon, there's a a, a episode called Harley's Reform. It kind of gives you that that sort of vibe with with the ventriloquist getting rid of that split personality with um, Scarface. So Harley and Ivy throw a Christmas party, and the plot that got the Ventriloquist captured was they were going to blow up the city, and they still had some CX explosives left over. The Joker is seeking those out. At this Christmas party, it shows a ton of villains, including a lot of the Suicide Squad gang, and Harley actually makes a reference about she invited work friends, so i I think that's really cool that they gave the nods to some you know other mainline stuff that's they're they're bridging that gap between the cartoon and the comics i I love that kind of stuff and it's a uh, it's a a good character story for the ventriloquist and it it just the ending's really nice truly out of all of these this one feels the most like a batman the adventures episode um aside from like joker and harley being split up and there's some beef between them but that's kind of again bridging the mainline stuff with the cartoon stuff and i i didn't i liked it i i really did like it again it's hard to not say that the um Red Hood stuff isn't my favorite because it's a lot more action packed but nostalgic wise, I think number 8 is my favorite story nostalgic wise. Like it just it feels the most like an episode of the cartoon. So, how about some final thoughts for this bad boy? 100% I'm biased and nostalgia carries this set of issues and like I've been saying it's a good mix of old and new you know, old cartoon, new current comic lines. And it is a superb continuation for Batman The Adventure Continues. And I can't wait to get reading Season 2 and Season 3 and whatever else they have for us, and I hope it just really, really builds off of this. Now, ranking it, if you have never seen Batman The Animated Series... You're probably going to read this and say it was like a 5 of 10 because you're not going to get all the little nods and references. For me, I'm trying to push my bias aside. I really really am. Non-bias, I'm going to I'm going to call it a 9 out of 10. But try or I mean full of bias, for me it's a 9 out of 10, but trying to push that aside and just look at it very objectively, it's a 7 out of 10. The um issue 1 was like meh the middle stuff was meh. The end of the Red Hood stuff, great. Episode 8, episode 8. See what I'm doing? Issue number 8, perfect. So that's it. That's our, our Batman The Adventure Continues review. That is our complete and total episode for the, uh, what's this? This is going to be our February, right? right? I believe this is our February episode. Yeah, this is our February episode. So this is our going to be it for the first episode of the month of February. And, you know, again, as always, find me, follow me somewhere, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Bye-bye.